Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, Yins, guys? It's your girl Kim here, and welcome to Bravo! East Coast Housewives. And you know what? Happy Monday. Hope your weekend was pretty fucking cool. Because mine was okay. Wasn't anything super special. Wasn't anything super terrible. It was, it just was. As Ramona would say, uh, it, 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 it just is. And I honestly can't recall what episode she said that, but she definitely did say that. God, I'm like Ramona at the moment for not even remembering shit. Ah, watch out. So yeah, welcome to Bravo, East Coast Housewives. I hope y'all are doing good for a Monday, motherfucking Monday. And we're in mid-July, which is crazy. Love that Bravo was bringing back the Xmas days. <laughs> Christmas, yes. Love the Christmas in Jersey, honey. You don't give Teresa the sprinkle cookies. She will cut you. Take it from Melissa. But I'm not going to lie, I kind of like sprinkle cookies, so there's that. And also, I really, really, really am happy to say this. I am actually a huge Below Deck fan now. I really am. And I have to say, that goes out to two people that are not the captain. I do love Captain Sandy, and I do love Captain Lee. And I do like Captain Glenn, too. I love him, too. He was only on one season, so I can't, like, say I love him because I only saw him on one season. But Captain Lee, Captain Sandy, Yin's guys are great. The other two that have really made me become a fan of Below Deck, and I'm just going to say you, and if you ever hear this podcast, which I hope you do, but who knows, I just want to say thank you, Kate Chesting, and thank you, Chef Ben. You, too, made me believe in the deck below. So, yeah, I they, they were playing that, and I had a bell of the ball time watching that. Holy shit. I mean, I really want Chef Ben and Kate just to get together because I think that they're really cute. And apparently, I guess they're super alike, so they say... I think they should just give it a try. At least for us Bravo fans here, you should just give it a try to appease us because we want to see it because we love both of you. So since we're on the Bravo topics, why don't we do the what the Bravo? So thing that I read pops up on my screen. Villa Blanca, honey. Closing. Closing after 12 years. Can you believe it? 12 years, Villa Blanca restaurant in Los Angeles, California. What is it? Uh, West Hollywood. Yeah. After 12 years, calling it quits. Lisa says that she hopes to open up the restaurant in an entirely new location. Uh, apparently, the whole reason why it was closing, I think part of it was COVID, but also the other part was it was a 12-year lease, and the lease was up. They were trying to renegotiate with something, and then the COVID thing happened. It just didn't, like, work out, so they had to close the doors. A lot of her workers are going to be relocated at either Pump, Sir, Tom Tom, or Vanderpump Cocktail Garden, which my question is this. If I do recall from Vanderpump Rules, didn't she say if Tom and Tom put all of their earnings from the first year that Tom Tom was open, then they were going to call it the Garden at Tom Tom? If the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden 
Well, I think, wait a second. I think the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden, I think that's the one in Vegas. So maybe they didn't open the garden at TomTom Tom yet. Probably not because of the COVID thing, because this past season was in 2020. So yeah, I fucked up. I'm probably wrong. My bad. So her workers are either going to go to Pump Sir, Tom Tom, or Vanderpump Cocktail Garden, which by the way, if you guys are going to these crazy ass huge things that are open again, like Vegas, be fucking careful. Uh, Disney World, Universal, be fucking careful. Like, it's just scary out there. Wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. So let's move on to my spirit animal, love, sister, everything, Sonia Morgan. Love you, girl. She is opening up her thoughts. That sounded weird. Sonia is talking to Andy, watch what happens live, honey, and she is talking about Tinsley's departure. If we recall, episodes ago, I spoke about how Sonia put on her Instagram that she introduced Scott to Tinsley. We all know that she didn't, but she goes on Watch What Happens Live to try to clarify everything that she was saying because I think she was getting a little uh, backlash or whatever from people on social media. And she says... You know, because she's always thanking Carol for introducing her to Scott, but the thing is, when she was at her lowest, I invited her to come in with me and come on the show. We've always had the tension between us, and even though I love her dearly, and I'll always be there for her, and I never get a text from her. So, basically, Tinsley, text Sonia. She's upset that you're not talking to her. Maybe you should hit up a bitch. Text her back. So Sonia just wanted to address that she knows that she didn't really introduce Tinsley to Scott, but she did get her on the show and all this kind of... I mean, let's just be real. Sonia did really do a lot for her, and that's great. And had she have not come on the show, would she have met Scott? Probably not. Who knows? But you know what? That doesn't even matter now because it is... It just is, as Ramona would say. Ah, I said it again. Oh, okay. Now moving on. Back to Below Deck, honey. This is Below Deck Sailing Yacht, not Below Deck Med. So Paget and Sierra from Below Deck Sailing Yacht, they are now engaged. And if you recall from that season, Paget and Sierra, they were like the couple, everyone loved them, blah, blah, blah. But who loved Paget the most? Was it Sierra or Ciara? However you say your name, whatever. Um, or was it Georgia? Now, there was always this talk that they brought up at the reunion. Did they have a threesome? We all wanted to know that because I think Georgia wanted to do it. But did they have it? No, they didn't. Georgia said that on the reunion. I think they all did. No, that didn't happen. But Georgia was like super in love with Paget. So my thing is, a bunch of the castmates went on to social media congratulating them. Oh my God. Which is cool. Congrats, you guys. That's sweet. But I wonder how Georgia feels. Because I don't know. If she liked the guy, however long she liked the guy. I mean, how many weeks are you out at sea or whatever? Six or so? I have no idea. Can you fall in love with someone that fast? Maybe. I don't know. I haven't. So I wonder how she feels. All I have to say to that is, Georgia, forget about it. Stick to your music, honey, because you actually have a really good voice, in my opinion. And I am very fucking particular with people who sing because I have a fucking degree in music for voice. So I think you're good. I think you have talent. Forget those people. They seem like really cool. I mean, they do seem really cool, but like I'd hang out with them. But girl, focus on your music because you're talented as shit. So that's just my two cents to it. So yeah, congrats, Paget and Sierra. 
I also want to bring this up too. So Dr. Jackie from Married to Medicine, she also goes on Watch What Happens Live and she is the moment of mazel for the day that Sonia was on. I was like last Thursday or something. And she just said to take a tip from a doctor, meaning her take a tip from Dr. Jackie. Hello. She says that she wanted people to stay on top of preventing COVID-19. So stay on top of it, people. Go wear a mask, social distance, wash your motherfucking hands. And then she continued to go on and say, go vote to ignite the change that we all want to see because we all know that a change needs to happen. So I'll say it again. Wear the mask, social distance, wash hands, and vote. Pretty simple. So thank you, Dr. Jackie, for letting us know these things that we should always be saying in our head. Now... With that, let's go to the main event. I loved that they were in Dorinda's place at Bluestone Manor. (laughs) Man, could I relate to Dorinda this one time? She was calling all her girlfriends. None of the bitches were answering. (laughs) She's just in her bed. She's like, it's official. I'm a loser. I call all my friends and they don't answer. I'm a loser. And I also would like to state Sonia in the city. Hi, thank you for calling Sonia in the city. Oh my God, to die, right? Uh, Oh, hello. Thank you for calling Kim in the city. How can I take your call? Oh, wait, I'm not here. Please leave a message. I need Sonia Morgan's number so I can get that voicemail. I just want to hear her say Sonia in the city because it's not Carrie in the city. It's not even sex in the city. It's Sonia, honey. Sonia. So I really like that. I thought that was hilarious. Elise and Sonia get together because Elise is concerned with the friendship that she has with Ramona. And I honestly feel that that particular issue within the show, in my opinion, it just sort of sprung out on us. There was no, there, in my opinion, there was no preparation. I wasn't, I was almost taken aback of whenever this started to happen. I was just like, okay, why is this going to be like a thing? But I guess it's a thing. Elise is the new Barbara. I hate to say it, but she is. Let's see if she's back next year. Who knows? Um, But yeah, so Elise and Sonia are getting together. Elise is upset about how Ramona treated her at the Halloween bash, but also Sonia is kind of talking about Ramona too, because do we recall? She was kind of an asshole to Sonia too. Like Ramona is just not, she's not being the best kind of friend. She's not being the best kind of girlfriend. She's just not. Then from there, Ramona, Leah, and Luann meet up at this like shopping thing that I would probably never be able to afford. So why would I even go into that store? Because probably just to have your shoe on that floor to touch the floor is probably like $10,000. And this girl's got student debt. So like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. So but the three of them hanging out, shopping together, and they are also reflecting on Luann's Halloween bash. Ramona explains that she feels that Dorinda is... I think Dorinda is finally mourning Richard. And I think I think she's like in a really bad place. I think she is. She's in a bad place. She's finally letting, she's able to let go of Richard in a way. So Ramona thinks Dorinda is mourning Richard after however many years that he's been gone. Leah feels that Dorinda is mad at Ramona because of the whole Larry Scott Instagram. Hey, come an hour or so away from Manhattan to hang out with me and I'll give you a fuck ton of sugar and chocolate pretzels. But then can you take an Instagram picture for me and post it to all your followers? 
Come on, man. Don't you know that you can go on Instagram and you can fucking buy followers if that's what you're looking for? That is a true thing. Do I know how to do it? No. Do I want to know how to do it? No, because I don't really give a fuck. But that is a real thing. And people do do that because I have spoken to people and they have asked me if I wanted to do that. And I said no. Ramona also calls Dorinda a loose cannon because you never know how she will react. In that regard, I sometimes do agree. I I would have to agree with Ramona. I think Dorinda is a wild card at times, uh, depending on, one, her mood, two, if she's pissed off at you, three, if she's drinking, uh, and yeah, she's a wild card, but I still love her. I feel like I'm a wild card, and I still love myself. But yeah, sh- Ramon has a point. Dorinda is rehearsing. Oh, yeah. So Dorinda's having the ladies at Bluestone Manor for the weekend. Her flooding is now kaputzo. And uh, she wants the girls to come up to have a good time. So she is rehearsing with her uh, lady, Len, who helps around the house. I don't know if it's the maid or what. I have no idea. But her name is Len, and she seems very, very sweet. So she goes up to Len, and she's like, let's rehearse uh, Len for whenever Ramona comes. And she'll come up, and she'll be like, oh, oh my gosh, Len, like, could I, could I please have a glass of Pinot Noir? And then... <laughs> Len was like, yes, Miss Ramona. Then Dorinda, no! She says, no! So then they had to rehearse it again. So Len would be like, you know, if you really want the wine, you can go downstairs and get it yourself. She didn't say it like that, but she said it in a manner where it was cute and it was acceptable and you wouldn't want to hate her. So yeah, the girls are coming to Bluestone Manor and it'll be really fun. Leah and Sonia show up at Dorinda's house first. Then Ramona comes uh, with Luann later. And then later, later, Elise comes I'll get into that in a bit Ramona trying to make peace with Miss Dorinda bringing her flowers and in her little confessional Ramona says she thinks you know I I think Dorinda thinks that life has cheated her yeah yeah and I think I think that's why Dorinda's mad all the time I don't think personally that Dorinda thinks that her life has been cheated and I really yeah I don't I don't think that I think she this was just the season where she was having a hard time I mean look fucking Luann had a hard season last year same time as Bethany losing Dennis I mean what the fuck is she she not allowed to have a bad season because she's going through some shit in her life like give her a fucking break didn't you have a hard time whenever you're going through the divorce with Mario no one was getting on your ass and if they were then I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't remember. Um, But yeah, isn't she allowed to have a bad season? I think that's, that's what makes us human. So cut her a break, Ramona. This was so iconic for me that this happened. Whenever Luann and Ramona showed up, Dorinda wanted to show Luann and Ramona the new finishings in the house because she did make some changes and the girls would be able to notice. So then comes the assignments of the rooms. Girl, boy, you know, Dorinda gave Luann the fish room. Yes, gave her the fish room. And it was pretty much, it looked the same way as it always did, except for the fucking shark and the stingray, whatever fucking animal it was. Uh, What was it? A swordfish. A swordfish. Duh. They were not on the wall. Why? Because Dorinda tucked in the shark in the cover, tucked under the cover so Luann could snuggle-uggle with it. Thought that was so cute. Ha <laughs> ha! 
And then Ramona got another room. Who knows where it was? Uh, but all of the rooms were beautiful and her house looked really, really nice. So great work for the, the renovation. It was cool. And uh, Ramona could chill and snuggle with her swordfish. So that was kind of cute. But yeah, definitely thought it was great. Enjoyed the moment that Luann was snuggling with the shark, that she was excited to be in the shark room, and that, you know, she was just Luann again. A Luann, she was all cool. You know, she wasn't like all uncool. She was just cool. That's the Lou that we love. After the room assignments, the girls are chilling in the basement. Not in the basement, I'm sorry. They're chilling in the kitchen. Leah brings up social media thing with Elise. I guess Ramona unfollowed or blocked Elise. And, and then Elise got all mad, so she took a picture of herself, put it on social media, and said, oh, well, if you don't think I'm a good friend, then I'm not a good friend, and all this petty shit. But it's great for the show. Yes. So we find out that Ram- uh, Ramina, <laughs> we find out that Ramina blocked her on Instagram or unfollowed. That is still yet to be determined. Or I just missed that in the episode because my fucking ears suck. But Elise gets to the Berkshires and then we find out that Dorinda sort of invited her for a reason because she knows that Elise is kind of pissed off at Ramona. But guess what? Dorinda and Sonia are pissed off at Ramona. And I think they're using Elise as like a buffer to get it started so they don't have to do it, which is honestly, Dorinda's smart. She's smart. She knows what to do. So she doesn't really have to be in the middle of it, but she's going to be having someone else kind of do their work for her it's pretty smart she'd be a good uh ceo that's all i'm saying so dorinda put your mark in there somewhere girl because ain't no one's gonna fucks with you because you're a powerful woman elise approaches ramona talking about how she wasn't invited for certain things like events like going to a bar at omar's and then going somewhere else with a bunch of people and elise is asking ramona like why the fuck wouldn't you invite me like we're friends blah 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 then ramona is obviously on the defense and she's like well i can't i can't help that we have like different social circle groups like i just have different friends like and then eventually and i thought this was like crazy ramona why would you oh This was like very Stassi-esque Schroeder of her to do. She comes out and says, I've introduced you to all of my friends. Like the girls that she was, like Sonia, Leah, fucking Luann, Dorinda. Like Elise only knows them through Ramona. Like Elise isn't friends with them without her. Like who the fuck are you? Like get off your high horse, Ramona. Like get off your high horse. That's ridiculous. And that's something that Stassi Schroeder would say too. I mean, she, she did back in the day at the very beginning of Vanderpump Rules. So... Just kind of slow your roll a bit. Come back down to level surface and, you know, just be a motherfucking human. Not like some goddess that you think you are, okay? So Elise and Ramona go out into another room of Bluestone Manor doing a one-on-one thing. But of course, the rest of the women, they want to hear what the fuck's going on. So they're going to come too. So eventually they join the two of them. And then out of nowhere, Ramona is bringing up the whole Dorinda, you're drunk comment. Or someone brings that up. They start talking about it. And then Luann is trying to tell Dorinda. Actually, no. Ramona and Ramona and Elise were out in another room. But the other girls, like Elise, uh, fuck him, come on. Luann, Dorinda, Sonia, and am I missing someone? No, I don't, I don't, no, that's it. So they were talking about, oh, and Leah, they were talking about the whole Dorinda, your drunk comment that 
Ramona made. And Luann chimes in and she was graciously trying to say in a nice way that she was sort of agreeing with Ramona of how she can kind of be on the defensive really, 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 really quickly and how Dorinda is slightly harsh at times. And then, of course, that started World War III with Dorinda. She's not going to take any shit. So Luann looked at Dorinda and says this and Dorinda's like, don't start. Don't start. And I don't know if she was drunk here. I have no idea. But she did kind of have the drunk Dorinda medley slurred words in a way. Or it's just like her her musicality and her language was uh, what we would call drunk Dorinda. But I wasn't there, so I couldn't tell you for sure. Alrighty here, people. We are going to take a quick pause for the cause. And you know what? I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. Now, what's the number one sign of a bad home security system? It's a home security system that's so complicated that you can't even use it. And that's the exact type of system that Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. They were like, no, we don't want that. So Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24-7. No ifs, ands, or buts. You can order it online. You open the box. All you have to do is place the sensors. You plug it in. Super simple. I can do it. Hello. And your home is protected around the clock. And it's that super simple. And don't they say, Keep it super simple, and that's what they do. So, call to action. Head back to simplysafe.com slash team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team. It feels good to fear less. Whenever Luann was telling Dorinda that, Liam made this face like... Oh my God. And I honestly think the face was for the whole Dorinda kind of blowing up on Lou for no apparent reason. Like she was just trying to talk to her. And then Dorinda just lost it. And then she just wanted to approach Ramona about it and all that kind of shit. They come back, Elise and Ramona. They bring up the whole, well, Ramona, did you say, Dorinda, you're drunk or are you drinking? And did you only want Sonia and Dorinda to go to the Larry Scott thing just so they could post for an Instagram thing for him to help him out? So they were trying to figure out that shit. Dorinda and Ramona, eventually they figure it out. And then you have Ramona and Dorinda having a nice little moment. And they're going to be talking. They were talking about a man in the future. So we see that Ramona wants a man. She wants someone to hold me. I want someone to love me. She wants that. But then sometimes she doesn't. Her tagline says one thing. And then she says other things in the show. It's quite funny. Uh, Love it. That's why we love you, Roro. So I think Dorinda's fine with totally being with herself right now. She, I you know, she just got out of a relationship with John. So she just wants to be with herself. Totally get it. Makes sense. Ramona is trying to talk to her about, hey, I, I want to end up with this man. And then Dorinda chimes in. She says this 100% truth. And this is telling you that she is a real true friend to Ramona. So Ramona needs to get her fucking visor up and just see who her real friends are. Elise too, because she was saying it in the episode as well. And I do agree with her. But Dorinda says, you're not going to find like at a Joe Farrell party, a future with a man. You're not going to meet him at a Joe Farrell party. If we remember that rich mother motherfucker that had the 39 million dollar home that no one gives a fuck about unless you're a social climber but whatever and then we see in Ramona's confessional where she says well you know from Joe Farrell's party I met two guys and I've already gone on dates with both of them so I don't think I don't think Dorinda knows what she's talking about because she didn't even know how to get a man 
damn. So moving on, Luann is telling the girls about how Sonia's going to be in her cabaret show. Or as she would say, Sonia. Sonia. Because she says Sonia. She doesn't even say Sonia. It's Sonia. But it's cute. That's that's a Luannism. So that's great. So she's telling the girls that Sonia's going to be in her show. The whole payment thing comes up. How much are you paying her? Sonia chimes in. She's not paying me anything. I get nothing. I do find it interesting that when they are talking about the payment thing, I think Ramona or someone said, are you paying her 5000 Holy fuck, okay? I have worked in fucking performance venues before, okay? And I'm not talking just a fucking song. If you see on a lot of these Bravo shows, all these aspiring singers and shit like Sheena, Luann too, no offense. Uh, who else? Lala, Melissa Gorga, all these people. They're going up and they're doing like a performance and they're just doing one song and then it's like a huge thing. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, let's just be real. It's called a gig. A gig is like four hours, people. Like, come on. That I find comical to me. That also is slightly annoying as you can hear. in my voice but I found that to be funny so for Ramona to say are you gonna give Sonia five thousand dollars just to make a fucking cameo just to go on there to do a song with her are you fucking kidding me then everyone else that I know that is actually really 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 talented should be getting a million dollars because they're working a whole hell of a lot harder as far as the actual gig and not just doing a song that's just my own opinion I just thought it was funny. $200 for her to be in the show, that's actually pretty good if you're just doing a song. That's just my own opinion. So after that whole payment thing, as you could see that I was getting a little passionate about it too. Why is it always about money? That's when it brings out terrible things in people. Fuck. But from that whole thing, that's when the whole problem started. Luann is like fucking flipping out. She's like, what? I thought you were my friend. And I I thought that you would be cool with what I was doing. And that you would come in and we would do the show together because you were my friend. Well, you know what? You're not going to be allowed in my show anymore. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but she peers over that couch. I swear it seemed like it was calculated. It was crazy. I was just like, first of all, did they tell her to do this because she deserved an Emmy for the performance. Very great. Yes, I bought everything. It was amazing. And then after she says that she can't be in the show, Sonia's crying to everyone, blah, blah, blah. Ramona is going to talk to Luann because Luann storms out like the diva that she is because life is a cabaret. Although if you were Bethany, life is not a cabaret. And life is ca- <gasps> You're a sicko! So go back and watch it because I'm going to do this because it was so crazy. When she's talking to Ramona, I swear to you, she's looking at Ramona in the eyes. Then all of a sudden she like looks over to the right or something and she looks in a certain direction twice or even three times. And in my mind, I was just like, is she fucking reading some sort of cue card to direct her to say some sort of thing? I have no idea. But if you guys go back, it's towards the end whenever she's about to storm off. You can't be amazed show look to see the part that I'm talking about she looks over at no one but she looks over more than once and it's kind of fishy to me so that's why I'm like what is going on here is Bravo telling her to be a certain type of biatch right now so to speak I don't know but I want the inside scoop 
But yeah, take a look at that because I thought that was pretty interesting. Let's take note here that Luann was acting like, she was acting like a six or seven year old, right? About Sonia not being in her show. This is my show. I never want you to come see me in my show. You're not in my show. Never, ever, ever, ever. I mean, come on. Are you Veruca Salt here? Like, come on. I want a golden goose now, daddy. God, Luann. You don't want her in the show. How many times do you have to say it? Like, relax, girl. Relax. And in my opinion, I think you need Sonya in the show. She does a lot for you. She's quite comical, in my opinion. And when she's up there with you, the two of you are a hoot. Swallow your pride a little bit. Pay the bitch a little bit more money to be there. And I think both of you would be very, very happy. Now, when Dorinda calls Sonia weak whenever Sonia was crying about the whole Luann thing, I thought that was very interesting. I'm like, wait, were you guys just having this nice discussion and now all of a sudden you look at Sonia and like you're coming down on her? What are you weak? Are you weak? I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to talk to her. It's like, Dorinda, I'm very, like, I'm very confused by your actions right now because you were completely fine and then all of a sudden it's like, are you drunk, Dorinda? Like, I don't, I don't get it. It was very confusing. So by the end of the episode, we see Dorinda going to address this whole thing with Luann while she's talking to Ramona and... Then the episode ends. So we don't really know where it's going to go next, but they're in the Berkshires and shit is getting crazy. Or as Leah would say, they are off the rails. So we got to talk about the dueling divas. The diva duel, super easy. Elise and Ramona, obviously it's the whole friendship thing. I do love the fact that Elise brought up a great thing. She brought up, you know, Ramona, you say that you have all these friends and all this kind of stuff. You have social circles. They're not necessarily your friends. Let's see your friends. Who's going to call you in five years? I'm going to call you in five years. Are all these motherfuckers going to call you in five years? Probably not because they're just in your social circle. I can't say circle. What the fuck? Because they... (laughs) because they're in your social circle honey (laughs) they're not your actual friend so I think Ramona you need to take the blinders off and realize that Elise you are spitting some knowledge to her because that is a fucking fact and that's not just to Ramona that's to anyone that's to me that's to anyone that's to any of you that are listening to the podcast you know we just have to be mindful of who our real friends are and I think Elise wants Ramona to realize that but Ramona's not catching the bone The other duel, Sonia and Luann. About the cabaret. Life is a cabaret. Honestly, that phrase became so famous with the housewives. Or has it been a phrase ever? I'm not really sure. I do love it. Life is a cabaret. I mean, my favorite thing is, wow, Bethany. Wow. I'm just thinking out loud here, but it's great. So, yeah, the whole cabaret show with Luann and Sonia. Sonia. Luann just needs to pay her, like, better money. Do I think it needs to be $5,000 for a fucking song? No, that's ridiculous. I honestly think $200 is fine if you're just doing a song. If you're doing a whole four hours, whatever, yeah, I would say more. But if it's just a song, relax a little. Okay, so Weekly Shade. This was actually pretty great. I feel like I say that about everything. But you know what? I fucking love the show. So yes! Leah says this about Ramona. She is throwing the shade about... Roro. <laughs> she says, with friends like Ramona, who needs enemies? Ooh. 
It's very true. Ramona's like the, I don't even know if you would call her a two-faced friend. I'm not really sure. As I said before, she's just in a class of her own. She really is. You can't, she's not like a typical two-faced bitch. She's not. I really do feel like with anyone that she's friends with, I would think she seems pretty genuine, at least with the women on the show, but I would like to think they are actually really good friends in real life, even if they were just sort of thrown together in on the show. Sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't, who knows? But I actually think that she cares about the people that she involves herself with in their lives. I don't know if they feel the same way about her. If they don't, they're fucked up because she's pretty amazed. Ramona has a way of going uh, going the other way and not in a good way toward a friend, so to speak. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, let's let's remember uh, that dinner she invited Dorinda to. It was like an event or something. They were supposed to sit at the same fucking table, 62, and then some other higher up social whatever, who knows who she was. Oh, do you want to sit with us? And she's like, yeah. And then they were like, well, what about Dorinda? And she's like, no, no, no. So Ramona doing that. That kind of shit that's some shady shit but I wouldn't I don't know it's it's fucked up but I did like the shade thrown by Leah I thought that was necessary hopefully Ramona heard it I don't know if she's gonna change because of it probably not but that's okay that's what the show is for and this is why we have the popcorn each Thursday just to see it happen honey it was pretty great to hear Dorinda say in her confessional that she is enjoying Ramona squirm because of Elise being there at the Berkshires, talking to her about the whole friendship, why the fuck aren't you my friend, why don't you consider me a friend type of thing. Dorinda's enjoying that because she knows that Ramona can't go anywhere. Dorinda so set that up, which is super shady but super genius, and that's why she needs to be a CEO because she's a bad bitch. And then we have the Ramona saying to Elise, oh, well, I hope you, I hope you enjoy my friends, Elise. And as I said before, what the fuck are all of Elise's friends based from you? Like you are her friend savior. Like what the fuck? Come down off your throne, Ramona Sanger. Come on. Ridiculous, man. It's crazy. And then the other thing that I thought was pretty shady, it's kind of mean. I didn't like it. You don't throw that low blow to Dorinda, but Ramona said, ha, ha. How does, how does even Dorinda, she didn't even know how to get a man. Holy fuck, bitch. Yes, she does or else she wouldn't have been with John. Okay. Who you been with since Mario? <gasps> but you know what? Ramona, you should get back with Mario because I think you'd be happier, much more happier than you think that you would be. I would be happier. I think all of Bravo would be happier. You guys are just cute. You guys just fit. So you should work on it. <laughs> Will you work on it for us, please? So let's go to the quote of the week. So there are some good ones here. I feel like I got to get through them because my dog is like <laughs> at the door. Anyways, uh, Ramona about Dorinda. She says that Dorinda, she she acts like a dermaniac. Dermaniac. Uh, a dormaniac. That's actually pretty fabulous. It's almost like derobics. I kind of love that, Ramona. So thank you for bringing that even to the surface. I think it's great. I don't think Dorinda is a dormaniac. She could be a maniac at times, but I don't think she's a dormaniac. But we all can be maniacs, and I kind of fucking love it. The good maniac, not like the crazy fuckers. Oh, Ramona. She says, <laughs> who was she saying this to? Oh, God, who was she saying? She might have been saying this to Elise, but she was like, you know what? You're like, you're so, you're so narcissistic. And then you have Dorinda, narcissistic. Oh, my God. She said narcissistic. Love it. Yes, Ramona. Didn't she say something about like something with an avocado? She called it an avocado or something. I have no idea what she called it, but she did something with an avocado. She messed up the word. I, I have no idea, but she did something. But yeah, Ramona, why do you have to be so narcissistic? 
So whenever Elise and Ramona are talking, Luann chimes in because Sonia was about to say something, and Luann says, don't chime in, just the audience. You can't buy tickets for this kind of show, meaning Elise and Ramona. I guess in retrospect, that wasn't like the most funny thing. I guess I could do better. That was okay. So I'm going to do better with Sonia saying to Luann, you're defending the devil! She was talking about Ramona, clearly. Loved it. Ramona. I definitely feel like maybe my lady crush is Sonia Morgan. Yep. You know why? Because we're going to touch the fucking Morgan ladders. <laughs> so let's move on. Raminda. Raminda, did you hear that? Oh, when did she change her name? Let's get Martin back on the show. Hello. I feel like right now I'm going total like Disney's up with a dog squirrel. I'm going from this point to this point to this point. I will calm the fuck down. We are doing the quote of the week. Ramona says to Dorinda and Sonia, referring to the Larry Scott thing. She's like, you guys, you guys were there. You were, you were drinking all the sugar. Who drinks sugar? Unless it's the fucking um, sugar straws. Is that what they're called? Sugar straws? I'm not even sure. But drinking the sugar? Okay. Luann says, shut the duck up. It was cute. Worth to be said. This was actually pretty good too. When they were talking about men, Leah, <laughs> Leah says, she just says it so like, so honest, so free. She says, I want someone to put their tongue in my butt. <laughs> then you got my, my lady crush, Sonia. She gets on her confessional and she says, I draw the line somewhere. Sometimes. Ugh. Just so good. She's so funny to me. That's why, Luann, that's why you fucking need her in, you, in your show. I promise you. You will never be disappointed. You will sell out. You will make more money. I swear to you, you'll make more money if Sonia's in your show. I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm trying to help you out. So then... I would say this is my quote, this last one I'm about to say. It's the quote of the week to me. Of course, it's from Sonia. Hello. This is referring to her ass. She was talking about her ass. She says, it does get me far in the world with assets like this. Why do I have to work, baby? As she's like thrusting her hips around. Oh my God. Yes. I'll say it one more time. It does get me far in the world with sets like this why do i have to work baby quote of the week sonia thank you for bringing it a thousand and fifty percent all the time you exceed everyone's expectations for what the show is about yes you do keep doing it we love it thank you for your mastery yeah so off the rails in the berkshires some shit it's pretty intense i do have to say that i really loved luann's sweater with the the lips on it i thought it was so cute i really want to go to bluestone manor it looks like a really peaceful place. I'm so happy that Dorinda has that whole thing taken care of as far as her renovations are concerned because it seemed like it was a huge clusterfuck and a huge emotional stress for her. So I think it's great that that is all taken care of. I'm excited for Thursday to see what the fuck is up with our girls. Excited for Wednesday. See what the fuck is up with our Beverly Hill bitches. Shaws of Sunset, excited for that. You know, guys, this is an interesting time. For some odd reason, I feel very uh, serious at the moment, and I need to get the fuck over it! Oh, okay. Anyways, we're at a wrap here, people. Thank you again so much for listening. I fucking love that you guys love Bravo, and I really appreciate you guys listening. It is a lot of fun, and my hope is to 
have you guys come talk to me and we can talk together. Like this shit is fun. Let's have fun together. Tell your friends, tell your folks, tell your pets, tell your loved ones, tell your people that you don't like, you know, whatever. Tell people about the show. We want to get it out there. Follow us on Instagram, Believe Podcasts, and Believe Pop Culture. That's B-L-E-A-V. Look us up. Go on iTunes. Give us a five-star, people. Subscribe. All this kind of shit. I'm done with the self-promo. But you you catch my drift. We'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Enjoy our housewives, and I'll catch you on Monday. Catch you then. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.